Hello, welcome to Running Out of Time, The Fight with Cancer. I'm your host, Rob Hoffman. Thank you for listening today. Episode 3, Sorry for Being Sorry. As I sit in my home studio, talking to you now in darkness, trying to keep it cool without having an air conditioner on because it's bad for the sound... I go back to a meme that was shared today by a good friend, Connie, who I hope to have on this show once I get past my COVID phase. Yes, that's right. I had COVID for the first time, and I'm here to say, as I'm sure many other people know, it really, really fucking sucks. So bad. I hate it so much. I would not recommend trying it and I give it one maybe half a star well maybe one star for reasons that are my own but I digress um so anyway this uh this episode was premised on a meme that was shared by Connie and then at which I was called out by a new friend but vastly becoming a new favorite friend Jessica for saying that I had apologized for having COVID and cancer and not getting some things done. And that resonated. And so anyway, this meme um, looks like it was put out by the Soul Journey with Sarah Muasa. And I probably butchered that last name. And so it says, stop saying sorry for random things like other people's mistakes, not being able to save the world needing time for yourself, being busy your own time, not being able to read minds, and such and so forth. It's actually a really good call-out because I found myself apologizing for a lot lately, and I think it's a rut that we all fall into, which is why I thought this would be a good episode, kind of out of order for what I was doing. But, uh, you know... That's a good topic to, to touch on. I think a lot of us <clears throat> feel that way. Um, I, you know, again, on a wide variety of things, whether it's disability, cancer, mental health, um, you know, physical health in general, we find ourselves apologizing for things that we can't control a lot. And I think that's normal uh, to a large degree because... I don't know, you know, in my case specifically, I was so used to doing lots of things simultaneously. That's just how my mind worked. When I was younger and actually in shape and able to do a lot of things, I didn't sleep a whole lot. Um, I was volunteering education, going to school, working, um you know, for a period there when I wasn't on active duty, reserves and National Guard, but I was always doing a thousand different things, you know. And so I think, you know, when you get to a point where you can't contribute your norm or what you perceive as your norm or what your norm should be, you get into the rut of apologizing and then self-hating to a degree about how you can't keep up what you used to be able to do. And so 
we find ourselves on that back foot all the time, apologizing, apologizing, apologizing. I find myself apologizing a lot, especially to people I care about, because my mind says that it wants to do X, Y, and Z and all these things. But my body keeps telling me, no, we're not going to do that. I don't care if you had that scheduled out for four or five months and people are flying in for this production and yada, yada, yada. I'm going to say no and I'm going to be sick or get COVID or I'm going to do something stupid and I mean stupid is what it feels like obviously we can't do anything about it but let's face it it's aggravating it's frustrating and it's hard for people who don't have to deal with these things to understand you know why you can't always keep schedules why you can't always go out and do things it's very aggravating and that's a multitude right um whether it's medical treatment related, um, you know, specific to cancer, whether it's uh, mental health, to having panic attacks, to um, your mind just eating itself essentially and sucking you down and, you know, giving you a p- perceived image of yourself that isn't there but in your mind. It's incredibly difficult. Um, So we find yourself, or we find ourselves, if we're in the same boat, apologizing a lot. Trying to bring some type of normalcy to our lives, but then being disappointed with ourselves when we can't meet that expectation. It's incredibly difficult. And so I think, sorry for being sorry revolves around that need to ask forgiveness for not having that norm as is perceived in a lot of other people's lives. But I also, I would also like to say that I think there's a lot more people out there fighting their own battles and having issues than we like to admit, right? It's difficult not being able to maintain regularity in employment due to flare-ups, whether, again, it's mental health, physical health, um, you know, a wide variety of internal and external factors. And then, again, more so when people can't understand or can't grasp it without having been through any, you know, been through it. And so, you know, they ask questions, well, why do you have to miss this? Or couldn't you just take deep breaths? Couldn't you just power right through it for me and making it easier for me in my life as opposed to me taking the time to understand what you're going through. And I learned this at a earlier age. Um, you know, one of my best friends, um, is bipolar and I had to learn to deal with those aspects of wanting to go out and have adventures 
and that not being a norm for him, you know, and it stopping a lot of things, frankly, because of that. Um, it was hard for me, my youth to add that up and not understand why you couldn't just overcome that, especially later in life as I had things that happened, um, you know, as a result of military service and some other things to where I started developing things mm, not to his level, but some things that made me really come to realize and appreciate how much he was able to get done and continues to get done battling, you know, issues even today. And he's such a close and fantastic friend. Um, but that's been his life is saying, I'm sorry for things that I can't control. And, uh, you know, that's a very, it's a very real and deep, emotional thing to one have to be able to do that but then to be on the other end of it or be a friend that can actually appreciate well I don't want to say appreciate because I don't want to degrade it but at least we have a responsibility right being on the other side of friends like this to actually understand what's going on instead of getting mad or disappointed about things to actually understand what our friends and family are going through and properly responding and adapting to that, you know, as opposed to taking the other way of ignorance, which is just assume that everybody's normal. And because I don't have or see those things in my life, we shouldn't have to deal with it. We shouldn't have to deal with people needing time off of work for mental health or for physical disabilities. We shouldn't have to deal with people that um, we can't send out for 60 hour work weeks when their bodies start breaking down. You should just push through that, you know, or as the military would say, you just have to suck it up or embrace the suck and push through it. We don't care about what the circumstances are. We don't care about what's going on with you. And instead of embracing and enhancing the individual you are, we have, I don't know, I don't know what the statistic on it would be, but I guess through my life, about half half of people in life, you know, just say, well, suck it up and drive on because yeah, I don't have to deal with that. So I shouldn't have to deal with that. Everything should be fine and perfect for me and nothing should hinder me or my <clears throat> job or company, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's a, it's a frustrating thing. And so I guess pulling it back around is we find ourselves saying sorry, and this is very valid. We shouldn't have to say we're sorry. We shouldn't have to say we're sorry for taking time to work on ourselves, to deal with self-crisis, to make it through a day without feeling like we've let everyone down, without being able to go and seek the help, whether it's financial. I mean, let's use mental health as an example. Some employers only provide minimum, um, minimum benefits for people to see, say, 
um, psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever, for six times, let's say, right? Say you work for a government institute, of course. Scout's gonna work. All right, so we're gonna pause. Okay, I'm back. Um, Scout decided for the first time today that she was just gonna start barking like crazy at absolutely nothing. So, had to stop the recording and pick it back up again. Oh, and remembering where I was is always fun. It's another thing about COVID. Um, my memory is completely gone. I feel like I just ran a marathon walking into the other room and coming back. Not that I was ever in shape to begin with, but <clears throat> I can't believe it's actually worse than it was. Um, so that's fun. On top of the screaming pain of my joints and especially previous injuries that... I don't know, feels like an infusion of the flu times 10. It really, 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 really sucks. And I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Probably should have waited to podcast. I'm sorry about that. Oh, no, I take that back. I'm not sorry for things that I can't control and trying to make the best of so that I can get some episodes out this week. But uh, here we are with um, sorry for saying sorry again. And I think I remember loosely where I was, um, talking from firsthand experience of people pressing you to get things done for their agendas and not caring about what's going on in your life. There's a lot of that out there. You need to shelter yourself. You need to take the time you need for your recuperation. And if you're having major issues, you need to leave that employment. The good thing right now is it's a employee market for finding jobs and such. People, I think, as a whole, are starting to realize that I don't have to work the same crappy job and put up with all this crap, um, you know, for my entire life. I can just quit. I can leave. I can go somewhere else. I can make my own life. It's not dependent on, you know, this one job or this one thing. And, I mean, that goes across the board for relationships, for employment, for anything, you know. Life is really short, so you need to take the opportunities that you want. And if something in your life isn't making you happy and you've tried to get that across or, you know, institute that happiness one way or the other and it's still not working, then you need to move on. Because there's... A lot of good people in the world, but there's an equal amount of disgusting dipshits that want to take advantage of you, that want to take advantage of you working yourself to death for them or trying to frame it in such a way of, oh, well, we care about your health, but this needs to get done and that needs to get done. And uh, if it's not you, who's going to do it? Well, you know what? It's not my fault that you haven't hired new people and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing until somebody breaks and then multiple people keep quitting and those positions aren't rehired and yada, yada, yada. I mean, there's a lot of examples that go into that. So what's the short story? Do what makes you happy. Don't stay in something that makes you miserable. doesn't matter what it is. If it makes you miserable, you don't need to be in it. And I'll say that again. If it makes you miserable, 
you don't need to be in it. And it took me a long time in life to realize that, to subscribe to that. And even today, I still have some issues there, you know, but I've gotten a lot better. I've gotten a lot better of not trying to force the issue and trying to make a square peg fit in a round hole on things. And the unfortunate part about when you do that is you're not destroying or hurting your own life in, in that equation. You're doing that to somebody else too. So you being happy is good for everyone. Take care of yourself first. Um, you know, I remember going through EMT training on the initial stuff and saying, you can't take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself first. You can't respond if you're not healthy. And, and that still stands true today. And so, you know, I, I think Jessica and Connie, you know, for something as simple as stop saying you're sorry about, you know, memes, essentially, that <clears throat> they bring this to light, you know, and it's, it's something to really think about and considering on your journey in life, especially, especially if you're going through cancer, if you have physical disabilities, if you're going through mental health, um, you know, issues, problems, uh, trauma, you know, you don't have to say you're sorry for that. In fact, you need to stop saying you're sorry for that and start <clears throat> having that having that issue or whatever it is <clears throat> become a priority with those around you, whether it's employment, friends and family, etc. And you should never have to apologize. And again, even I find myself I gotta I've gotta be better about this. You shouldn't have to apologize for taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do to get through the day. Because here's the thing. In the end, when you're alone with everything, you're the only one that knows everything that's going on with your life. So you need to stick to your guns and do what you need to do to make your life worth living for you. And so it's amazing how this one situation brings all this to mind, brings all this to light for an episode. Um, and, and again, I got to thank um, Connie and, and Jessica on this. Um, this, is, this is great stuff to think about and to remind yourself about. So I don't know, whoever said that memes aren't worth anything, well, here you go. This is a whole day's thought based off of one meme by two people in my life that I'm incredibly fortunate to have met and continue to talk to and work with on things. And, you know, ideally, eventually I'd like to get them both on the show too and, and talk about their perspectives and other people's. But first, <clears throat> let me get through COVID because again, it's super fantastic. I love it so much. I really like it a lot. I don't, I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, and I want to get through it. <clears throat> but until then, I'm still going to do what I can do within reason. So thank you for turning it into my crazy ramblings. I hope you're enjoying the show. Next show, we'll talk about the influence of music and how it's extremely positive, whether playing it, listening to it, or all of the above. Thank you for turning in. And have a good day. 
You've been listening to Running Out of Time, The Fight with Cancer. I'm Rob Hoffman, your host. Thank you again for contributing towards this broadcast, and I look forward to seeing you next time.